Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. So Paul had to defend himself in front of King Agrippa and the outcome of that was that uh, Agrippa said to Festus, this man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. We're right at the end of the Acts of the Apostles, Colin, so now we discover what happened to Paul and why God wanted him to go to Rome. Well, he he is on his journey under arrest to Rome and there's the famous incident of the storm uh, that um, actually causes the ship that he is on to be shipwrecked. Um, now, Paul had actually warned what was going to happen. He's been listening to the Spirit, and he said, Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. But the centurion who is responsible for him and, and for his party going to Rome, uh, didn't follow what Paul said, but followed instead the advice of the pilot and of the owner of the ship. I mean, this was money to the owner of the ship to get the cargo, not just Paul, but the whole cargo to Rome. So uh, they didn't listen to this prophetic warning from Paul, uh, and the ship sailed. Well, all was fine for a while, but before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the Northeaster swept down from the island of Crete, and the ship was caught in the storm. And uh, so Paul's prophetic word is, is being um, uh, fulfilled now. And of course, Luke was there because he says in, in verse 18, we took such a violent battering from a storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. So much for the owner and his prophet. And on the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. And when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. Uh, but now Paul, the apostle, comes into the scene. After the men had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Now, obviously, Paul has been praying and Paul has been pleading with the Lord that nobody should be lost just because uh, of this wrong decision to, for the boat to sail. And he explains why. Last night, an angel of the Lord, whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. And so it did. Uh, so they are now shipwrecked on the island of Malta, and there an amazing miracle happens in the life of Paul because... Uh, a snake, an adder, a poisonous snake comes out of the fire and 
and wraps itself around his arm and everybody expects him to fall down dead at any moment. But he is perfectly all right and this in itself uh, is um, a witness to others. He, he, um, he heals uh, the child of Publius, the chief uh, official on the island who was suffering from fever and dysentery. Uh, and uh, so when that happened, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. So uh, here's a curious way, you see, that, that God got Paul to Malta, and now there's a little revival happening on the island of Malta. And of course, since those days, there's always been a Christian community in Malta. Uh, now, uh, eventually, he reaches Rome, and there he is imprisoned. Um, he's obviously, uh, as we look at the end of, um, uh, of the Acts of the Apostles, in under house arrest. Uh, the last two verses of chapter 28 read, For two whole years Paul stayed in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. Boldly and without hindrance, he preached the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we know that he had an impact upon the Roman soldiers uh, who had been around him during the time of his arrest and on his way uh, to Rome. We know that uh, he, he um, had this effect even upon the Praetorian Guard, those that were closest uh, to the emperor. And now we hear that he is there for two whole years at the heart of the Roman Empire, preaching the gospel. He wasn't free to go out and preach in the streets as he had in other places, but people came to him and boldly and without any hindrance for two whole years. What did he preach about? He preached about the kingdom of God because the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom of God, of the rule and reign of Jesus Christ in the lives of those who believe in him. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you see, what I want you to understand, although we've, we've only gone over these last passages, uh, these last chapters of Acts very, very quickly, I've just tried to, to draw out for you the essence of Paul's ministry, of Paul the man, of what his heart was like, of how he was so given over to the purposes of God. He was single-minded. He was single-hearted. His great overruling passion and desire was to see the fulfillment of that prayer that Jesus taught us, that the kingdom of God would be extended, that the will of God would be done in Paul's own life and that would be done in the places to which he was commissioned to go and to take the gospel, that he would be faithful in fulfilling that, that commission to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. And because he was called by God to be the great apostle to the Gentiles, there was no more significant place for him to be than in Rome. And, of course, 
whatever happened in Rome would get spread throughout the whole Roman Empire. And we don't know how many people came to faith under Paul's ministry in Rome and went from there to then establish the church all over the Roman Empire. But you see, that clearly was the plan and the purpose of God. And if we go back to what we were saying earlier in the week, when Paul was receiving all these prophetic words of the dangers of what was going to happen to him if he went to Jerusalem, he knew that he had to go to, to Jerusalem. He was warned that he would be bound and he would be handed over to the Gentiles. But he knew that in some way that was the purpose of God. It turned out that he wasn't going to be handed over to the Gentiles to be crucified like Jesus was. But through the whole succession of events, clearly as he understood it, overseen by God himself, Paul was going to end up in Rome, the seat of power. And from there, he would be able to have an influence that would spread throughout the Roman Empire. It's amazing how God plans all these things. And it's amazing that someone like Paul should have had the faith and the trust in God that would enable that magnificent plan to be fulfilled, even though it was going to be costly to himself. He didn't question why the Holy Spirit was sending him to Rome. He just went in, a, in an obedience to the Lord first to Jerusalem, then to all the other places where he had opportunity to witness, ending up in Rome. He just accepted that God had his hand upon him and that he was called to fulfill his sovereign purpose in his life. Why are these things important for us today? Because, my friend, God has his hand on your life and he has his sovereign purpose for you. And the thing that matters more than anything else is that you are where God wants you to be, that you follow and obey the leading of his Holy Spirit and you see unfolding the plan and purpose that he has for your life, the people that he brings across your experience, the people that that you have the opportunity to influence, to touch their lives with the life of Jesus, with the truth of Jesus, even with the power of Jesus. This is how the kingdom of God is going to be spread. We don't all have to be mighty apostles like Paul. God has chosen, well, the weak and the foolish of the world to confound the wisdom of the wise. He's chosen the nobodies to be somebody in Christ and to have great authority and power to be commissioned by him to take his truth, his light, his life, his power into the darkness of the world. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 